magic makers. I am pumped for this interview today because a lot of you listeners are parents. And one of the most amazing gifts that you can give yourself when you are both a parent and an entrepreneur, and even if you're not a parent, is more time. And that is one of the gifts that entrepreneurship can really give you is the ability to make your own schedule. If your kid is sick, you can stay home with them and not have to like call out of work. If you want to attend an event or you want to just be more present in the evenings, you can set your own hours. You can decide how many clients you take on. That is a wonderful aspect of building a, as my guest today calls it, lifestyle first business. Speaking of my guest, I absolutely love her. She has a fantastic accent. Her name is Louise, and she is so smart. She is a mentor for online service providers. She is a marketing strategist, and she is a digital product mentor. She really supports service-based business owners in building a sustainable hybrid business model that consists both of services and digital products. And that's so that they can expand their impact, their income, and most importantly, their freedom. So I met Louise online, Louise Roland, by the way, her last name is Roland. I met her when I actually found her because I was looking for a website template like a design template um, when I was really redoing my brand from top to bottom back in 2021. And um, her business made by Fleurir, like the French for flower Fleurir, um, is a website marketing template shop for online business owners. I found her template. I fell in love immediately. And it's still, it's up. KelseyFormos.com is based on her template. And we got to talking about just being an online entrepreneur, and we really connected on so much more than just digital products. I particularly love her work in how she works with people and helps them identify what do you already know that can be turned into a digital product that sells in the background and makes you money and income without you having to trade dollars for hours. I love this. It's how I built my business. And I think it's a really beautiful and important point to make that even if it's a digital product that you make once and it sells automatically, whether it's an evergreen funnel or it's in an email, uh, like a, a marketing sequence, you're still providing value. The thing that you make still provides value as long as it is live um, and people find it. You know, it crosses their paths at the time that's meant for them. I love digital products for that reason. It's both a way that I can continue to provide value out into the world and it supports me financially. It boosts my bottom line. It is that kind of foundational piece. I can make a course and I can sell it either evergreen or open the doors a couple times a year. And it really gives me a lot more time and freedom after I have released that thing so that I can spend my time creating new, exciting ways to support my clients and my students. 
I love Louise. I'm really excited about this conversation. Definitely for you, if you are a mom or a dad or someone who supports a family, this is an amazing conversation. And especially also if you're an entrepreneur and you're like, I'm super burnt out by one-on-one service client work, I got to figure out how to give myself some time back. This is the conversation for you. So please welcome Louise Roland to find your magic. Louise, thank you so much for being on Find Your Magic. I feel like this is simultaneously a long time coming and like an exciting first step. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I'm very, very excited to be here. We've been speaking for such a long time now, I feel like. We have. We have. You really helped me when I was trying to decide whether Show It was right for me. And for those who don't know, um, Show It is a website building platform that is really great if you're anal retentive like I am and you like having a <laughs> lot of control. <laughs> it's like amazing. I love it. Control over how things look. But I was so intimidated because show it was so exciting that you had total control, but that meant it was truly a blank canvas. And yeah. your template saved my patootie. It was fantastic. (laughs) And I I use it. I love it. It's like, it fits my brand. It doesn't look like a template at all. It's awesome. Amazing. I'm so happy that you love it. So let's maybe start there. I, so in your introduction, I've already said that you have opened up a lot more time for both yourself and for your family. And a big part of that was through digital products. So I'd love if you could tell us maybe the story of how you scaled back on that one-on-one client work and how you came to selling things like website templates and digital products that kind of live on in the background. Yeah, so actually, so I started with my website templates they actually launched in july 2019 and as we all know six months later (laughs) six eight months later the world went crazy Mm -hmm. so it was really good timing in that respect because at that point when the world just shut down because of i won't say why but everyone knows why yes in 2020 when the world kind of came to a halt and we were all stuck indoors and we couldn't go out schools were closed i suddenly became a full-time parent I used to have children at school. I became a full-time parent, a full-time mom, a full-time teacher and a business owner. So I literally went from having my children at school and running my business while they were at school to having them at home, having to educate them, having to run a business, having to parent two children. Mm -hmm. My youngest was two at the time. So I pretty much had to say something's got to give. I can't do it all. I can't teach my kids how to do maths I can't cook them dinner and run a business full-time like it's just not physically possible it's truly not it's truly not physically possible and I sidebar I really do think that there's actually PTSD from that time like from especially the first four to six months that Mm. I think we're going to be figuring out collectively in the years to come because as you said like talk about survival mode how how there's not to mention your own feelings about what was going on in the world and having to like be a strong presence for your kids at the same time like that alone takes a lot of energy I'm tired just thinking about it 
it was exhausting and I I look back now and I think wow like everyone everyone just does it like you do you just you have to like you have no other choice however I couldn't physically continue doing my one-to-one mentoring calls I've got clients all over the world I'm based in the UK as you can probably tell and I've got clients all over the world a lot of my clients are in the US so a lot of my calls tend to take place later on in the afternoon or in the evening so where I had clients in the evenings even then even though the kids were in bed by that point I was shattered I was so tired so I had to essentially shut down the one-to-one side of my business to focus on the children and if I didn't and I'm the main breadwinner in our family my husband I earn more than my husband so I bring in the majority of our income so it wasn't possible for me to go well I'll just stop running the business for six months right because that just wasn't that just wasn't a possibility for our family so luckily I had these website templates I'd launched eight months previously and because I think they actually blew up they went crazy because I think a lot of people were realizing they had to take their businesses seriously they were coming into business and my income from the template side of things shot up dramatically in April May and June specifically like that you really saw like a, a rise in the income that came in from the templates which I'm so grateful for and obviously if I didn't have that I we might not even have a roof over not being dramatic but we might not even have a roof over our heads no that's not dramatic and that's why I think it's so important to talk about these moments because when we don't share the real behind the scenes of what it is to be your own boss and be an entrepreneur and people think they have this false idea of the glamorized version of what it means to be an entrepreneur like the the shiny Instagram version then when they feel that very real fear that Mm. this might not work out or I can't go on like this, they feel like something's wrong with them. And that's exactly why we have these conversations to share. Like, it's not dramatic to say you might not have a roof over your head if your digital products hadn't done well. It's reality. And, And yeah, and it deserves to be celebrated. Yeah, I'm so, so pleased. I'm just so thankful because 12 months prior to July 2019 and actually me launching the templates, I was thinking about it. I was umming and ahhing. I was <laughs> I was writing it on my like must-do list and I was putting it off. Client work was taking like the usual. Client work was taking over. Client work was taking a priority. Your own stuff gets put to the back burner. And I just kept putting it off for maybe even longer than that, maybe even 18 months. So the fact that I did that in that July... I'm just so, so grateful for. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping other people do exactly the same thing. I love that so much. And that's such a good point about how long we put off releasing our own babies into the world, like our own products. My signature course copy class took me nine months to build, like nine months to really cook. I call it my baby because it cooked in me for nine months. (laughs) It's literally, you you gave birth to that. Exactly. (laughs) I did. I did. But here's the thing. There, I feel like a lot of people also feel shame about that, like the ideas that they haven't done. And I feel like there's this tipping point where they're like, well, if I haven't done it in six months, then am I really going to do it? Or is it really worth it? Or is it really worthwhile? And that's- a Do really, I really want this? How much do I really want it? Yes. Yes. And is it even a good idea? Right. Yeah. And getting stuck in that hemming and hawing the um and ah, will people even- Yes. So- so deeply familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so deeply familiar. And I've heard that 
you know, we are not alone either. So many people experience that feeling and it's, it deserves to be, um, called out and again, celebrated the bravery that it takes to do things in the background that don't make you money immediately. Yes. And calling out copy class, which took me nine months to make is my number one moneymaker. And then you with the amazing lifeline that your templates ended up providing, even though it took you 18 months to get them into the world. So the payoff is there, but it feels very thankless and scary when no money is coming in, but you're working on something. Definitely. I mean, even though it took, I say it took me 18 months, it was in my head for 18 months. When I actually made a decision, right, I've got to do this, it's happening. Mm -hmm. I actually paused my client work for six weeks. And I spent six solid weeks creating those templates, creating the shop pages, getting all the text set up in the background. And it took me six weeks to get it done from start to finish. And 18 months before that, 12, 18 months before that, just thinking about it. Wow. God, that's such... But again, like for six weeks, you were probably feeling like... like I'm scared. I paused my client work. I didn't know whether it was going to work out. Yeah. I, uh, I had a good idea because I've obviously seen other people do similar and I had an idea that was different. And I, I'm a strong believer that if you want something and you work hard at it and you've got a plan as to how you can make it happen, you can make it happen. Yes. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us more then about how you now help other people identify like where are some places people can start to think about introducing digital products so that they can scale back on whatever one-on-one client work they're doing for themselves. So I always say creating a digital product, especially if you're going in with a really big product, like you with a copy class, for example, me with the templates, they're not small projects. They're quite big projects and it's quite scary. So I always say, and this might be going against the grain of what others recommend is I always say start with a low ticket product, like start with a smaller product because that gives you the experience and how like the tech and everything works in the background. So how to check up, how to set up your checkout systems to do your like shop pages, for example, your sales pages. And it just gives you a taste of what having a digital product can feel like. And obviously you can then sell that product and you might make $50, $100, $250, but you're still making money from something that you've created once. And that is enough to kind of give you that excitement, I think. Give you that excitement to be like, right, okay, this could actually work. Imagine how I can do it on a bigger scale now. Like, how can I go up from this? So I always say to people, start with a smaller product. Start with something that you've already got in your business. So you might have templates, like, for example, if you're a copywriter like yourself, you might have templates that you could sell that you might use with clients. If you're a social media manager, you might have templates you created for clients that you can then sell. Start with something that you already have in your business and use that and sell that first and use that as like a taster. And then you can then grow, you can build upon that. I love that so much. And by the way, it's not just for like online business marketing people that this works. I had a student who was a massage therapist who was, I know, right? And he was like, I am like, I'm, it's physically my body. Like I can't take more people. I've hit a ceiling. What do I do? And he ended up creating a digital course on like pressure points during COVID and it exploded people like pressure points that you can do at home to like relieve stress. And Mm. so like 
that is an example of something that might be a little bit outside of the box. But as yeah. Louise said, it's something that you already know that you are simply figuring out how to deliver in a digital format, whether yeah. it's a video or a written PDF, whatever it is. Like there's so many course creation platforms. I use Kajabi myself. Um, there's so many options on how to do it. I think people get overwhelmed. So I there's love that. I tools available. Yes. So I love the idea of start with something small, get it under your belt. And also you're so right. Like once you've done it once and you have the technology and you're like, oh, now I understand how to create a checkout page or I understand yeah. how to like, now I've linked to Stripe and I'm done. It's so helpful. <laughs> Because then you've done it. You've done it and you don't have to think about it again. And then the next time you create something, you've done all that and you've got all that set up and you can just literally add the new product. Yes. Obviously, it's not as easy as that. Like You've got to create it. But in terms of the... Because I think the tech is what scares a lot of people is actually like mm -hmm. the tech behind things. So by starting with that smaller product that you can get set up in like a week or two, it's just a lot. It's just It just takes the scariness out of it. And I think my templates weren't actually my first digital product. My first digital product was a $47 workbook. So I did the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing that I did. And I now use that in my own marketing funnels. And that has brought me in thousands of dollars from this small product that I just use in my marketing funnel. So I've created this product and it's serving me, what, six years later? Yeah. Yeah. Same. I have email templates that have been running in the background since 2020. And same deal, thousands of bucks. It's it's the, you know, it's that final sell email in my welcome sequence. And I just set it and forget it. And exactly. I, and I really want people to understand that like it's still like you're still providing value. So you can feel good ethically about having something selling in the background. Those yes. email templates for someone who finds them for the first time. It's like, oh my God, thank God I don't have to write a welcome sequence. And so I'm still providing them value, even though I wrote them originally, they've been since updated, but originally in 2020. Yeah. And that's a key thing, I think. And that's why I always say to people is make sure you set times in your diary, whether that's six months or 12, every 12 months to actually go in and check that your products are still up to date. Because mm -hmm. as a mentor as an educator you have that responsibility to make sure that your products are up to date so making sure that you're going in and continually checking upon them but yeah you can have a product that can serve more people and obviously your time is limited and that's why I'm so passionate about I'm not saying to give up on their one-to-one -one services or give up on the one-to-one -one work with clients but you can serve people at different stages of their business yes it's not it's not meant to replace it can do but it's not meant to replace the one-to-one -one work it's meant to support people who aren't quite ready for the one-to-one -one work. Mm, oh, I love that. I love that. Now, also something else that you did was you went from one-to-one -to, -one to group work. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So in, was it May of 2021, I put out a call for my one-to-one -one mentoring offering to help service providers package up their expertise into digital products. And within two weeks, I'd sold out six spots. I sold out all my spots. They were all gone. And I was still having people saying, I want to work with you. How can I work with you? Mm. 
And I physically could not take on any more clients. I'm very, very precious of my time. Obviously, being a mum, I only work four days a week. I only work five hours a day. My time is precious. I work 20, 25 hours a week max. So I knew that I couldn't take on any more clients. So I was like, right, okay. And then once I was, obviously, this idea was bubbling behind in the background. And then I was working with these clients and we were covering the same topics. And this is the key thing here, I think, is when you find yourself repeating yourself over and over again, it shows that you can then take that what you're what you're selling, whatever that service is, whatever that expertise is, and you can package that up into a group offering, which means you can then save more time and serve more people. I love that. What would a if someone has never done a group program before, what would be some things that they should think about before they launch a group program? Like number of seats or like number of hours? Like what are some things that you think about when starting a group program? So I think typically when people think of group programs, they think of the course side of things, so the educational piece, and then they think of the support piece. And usually the support piece is, I'm just going to do a weekly Q&A call, for example, Mm -hmm. because they don't really think of anything different. Whereas there are so many different ways that you can support your clients in a group format that doesn't mean you have to have a weekly group call in your calendar because not everyone wants to show up for a weekly group call. There are so many different ways that you can support your clients in a group format without having to do a weekly group call. So really think about how you enjoy delivering and supporting your clients, what support your clients need. So do some research, see what they enjoy what they might have enjoyed from different programs that go on social media, Mm. send an email to your list. And actually do some research and see what other people have enjoyed in other programs. And then try and find a happy medium because you first need to think of how much time you want to dedicate to that product per week. And then think about what support you can deliver within that timeframe. That's where I would start. Rather than saying, I'm going to do a 12-week program, we're going to have weekly calls because everyone else is doing the same thing. (laughs) Think about what, because that's what everyone does, don't they? They think about, okay, this person's doing it, I'm going to do the same. But actually, you don't have to do that. Like I'm doing, for example, I'm thinking about things like a private podcast feed where I'm going to answer questions via like a private podcast feed in my group. Like there's loads of different ways that you can actually serve your clients rather than just people showing up on Zoom every single week which I think people are tired of, honestly. I was just speaking to a business coach about this, of like how I am changing the way that I do my business, especially online course things and online membership. Actually, I'm seeing the market research is shorter is better. Like get them in, get them out, like learn one thing really well and move on. Because the long, like hour long Zoom things over and over and over again. I think people are actually kind of sick of it, right? They haven't got time. They haven't got time to sit on Zoom for an hour Mm-mm. to listen to everyone. And I know this sounds awful to listen to everyone else's questions before right. they get to their own. Right, right. Which is why I was thinking of like a private podcast feed. People submit their questions. I answer it individually in, in individual episodes per question. And they can go on. Everyone can listen to different questions. They can listen to their own question. And it's done. And it's just a way that you can, and obviously I haven't got to show, I can record that in my own time. I haven't got to be committing to a certain time frame every single week. Mm, yes. Yes. Gosh, that's so important. I think there might be a mindset issue or a mindset challenge or hurdle where people think, well, but can I still charge the same amount 
if I don't have these big hour long calls. Do you see that in your work? I see people do have that. And I think that is very much not just for group programs, but for a lot of things. We try and stuff everything, services, products, programs with value. And I put that in inverted commas because we want to justify the price point. And mm-hmm. people don't, and it's when obviously, you know, being a copywriter, you don't sell the features, you sell the end result, you sell the transformation. Right. It sell how the benefits. Get exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it takes for people to get there, they, they don't they don't really care as long as they get the end result. That's right. So just because you feel like you have to have that value to justify a higher price point, the higher price point is justified by the transformation that you're delivering. Completely. Well, and I actually was saying, because I launched a membership literally today, the doors oh, opened congratulations. today. Thank you. And one of the things that I realized in putting together this membership was actually delivering something in a shorter time period is more valuable. Because if I can communicate the same idea in 30 minutes as it takes someone else in an hour and a half, actually, me as a student, I would much rather take something for 30 minutes and be done then have to block out an hour and a half. I'm not going to feel better served just because I spent a longer time on something. In fact, I'm going to be happy that I only spent 30 minutes learning the thing. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. It's that, isn't it? It's not having a time attached to it. It's having the actual transformation and the end result and the benefits attached to it. Yes, yes, exactly. So Louise, you tell us about the various ways that you support people now. So the majority of the ways that I support people are through, like I still have my one-to-one mentoring offering. So I work with clients on a one-to-one basis for a minimum of three months, because obviously these things take time. So it's either one-to-one or within my group program, Expand Your Brand. So Expand Your Brand is a 12-month group program. Because again, these things take time. They do. And I really want to support people to have that space and the time and not feel rushed. Um, so they're the two main ways that I work with my clients at the moment. Mm, I love that. I feel like that is something that's really important to call out that it does take time. Like, and when we say time, we don't mean what we were just talking about of like sitting down for six hours to take a course. It takes time to digest and implement and see results from exactly especially with things that i do with marketing strategy like i teach long-term evergreen organic marketing strategies so these things like seo for example it takes time oh yeah um building an email list it takes time getting into the flow of starting a new podcast or starting a blog these things take time creating a course takes time So all of these things take time. And some people might say, well, 12 months is a very long time, but you need that time. And if you're building a business for the long term, and that's what I'm all about, is really building a business that is going to support your lifestyle for the long term. Mm -hmm. You should allow yourself that time to build it right. Yes. Isn't that such an important self-care message. 100%. Also, and that was my next question is, this is how you serve other people. How do you serve yourself as a business owner? How do you take care of you? So I was actually, I just recorded my own podcast episode this week on something similar about building a lifestyle first business. 
I have never had, I say luxury, it's not a luxury, but I've never had the time to spend, like I can't work eight till six, Monday to Friday. I don't, yeah. I can't, I've got the kids. They go to school, they come home at three o'clock, they go to school at nine o'clock. I have a very limited time frame during the day to work on my business. So I have always built a business that is structured around that time frame. And I fully believe that when you build a lifestyle first business, so you're really thinking about how you how you want your lifestyle to look and you're building a business around that, then that is what's going to give you the work-life balance that so many people feel like they don't have. Like yeah. I truly feel I obviously not every single day is the same. There are some days when I don't when I don't feel like I've got it and the kids might be at home and I might still be working when they come home from school. Like not every day is perfect. I'm not going to pretend that it is. Absolutely. But on the whole, it is. I have that work-life balance. I work during school hours. I'm present for my kids. I don't work weekends. And in the evenings, I'll run myself a bubble bath. I'll watch my favorite TV show. Like Which is I'm, what? Whilst I love, oh, well, at the moment, Married at First Sight Australia. Ah, love it. I do love a cheesy reality show, but I'm also loving, and this is a bit out there because I'm not a football fan, Ted Lasso. Yes, it's, I was going to say, if you say Ted Lasso, new best friend, I just watched the season three premiere the other night and I was just a mess. That show is so well-written. I'm going to be so sad. We're on series two, so we're a bit behind. Oh, you've got so much good in store. I'm, so I'm jealous. My, myself and my husband absolutely love that show. So they're the two things that I'm watching at the moment. <laughs> I love that. And I also want to say, because um, a lot of people who listen to this podcast are very invested in mental health and self-care comes in so many different forms. Self-care can also be, you know, therapy or exercise or um like deeper self-work is also self-care, but so is the like, quote unquote, like girly stuff, like a bubble bath and watching a show and letting yourself check out for a couple hours. There's a kind of narrative that I feel like it's a little bit shamey and judgy. And I will, I just want to be careful around it of there's like, there's this narrative right now, especially in social media, about like self-care is doesn't mean a bubble bath. Sometimes it does. Sometimes I, it does. I feel great after a bubble bath. <laughs> me too. Me too. So don't like, I guess I'm saying this because I don't want anybody to ever shame themselves out of something that makes them happy. hundred <laughs> percent. And obviously, like I say, I get out, I've got a dog, so I get out every single day rain or shine to go for a walk and that is again self-care it's getting out it's clearing my head it's stepping away from my desk getting into the outdoors mm-hmm. I try and exercise but I'm just not that good at being consistent with it not an exercise um either. but I do truly believe that just having that freedom and only working a 20 25 hour week just gives me so much more mental space yes to just be present for my children because yes. that's yes. ultimately why I'm doing this like it's why I started my business in the first place was to be there for my children ah I just love this conversation Louise and I feel like it's going to inspire a lot of people but especially parents who are trying this entrepreneurship stuff um it's up and down you know I feel like as much as you can I am not a parent but I have many friends who are and many friends who are entrepreneurs and parents and that is one of the 
most beautiful perks is that you can build Mm. something on purpose, right? You don't have to put in and apply to a boss to take the day to go watch your kid's football game. If your kid is sick, you can stay home with them. Like that is one of the most special, beautiful, positive parts of being an entrepreneur is having that time to spend with your kids or with your partner or doing something. Family, friends. Yes. It still goes if you haven't got children. I think it's just having that time, making sure you've got that time for the people around you, whether that's children, whether that's friends, whether that's your partner, your parents, like whoever that is, and just giving yourself more time. And that's why I, again, I'm repeating myself, but why I am so passionate about thinking about how you want your lifestyle to look and then making your business fit into that rather than building a business. And then in two, three years time, realizing that what you created just isn't sustainable long-term. Yes. Ah, so where can people find you, Louise, so that they can, you can help them build this beautiful lifestyle first business? So I am, my website is flayonline.com. I am over on Instagram at Flayer Online. Anywhere, basically, you can find me Flayer Online. I also have a podcast, which is the Brand Market Flourish podcast as well. Brand Market Flourish. Ooh, I like that. The copywriter in me likes that. Flayer is Flourish Flourish in French. Ooh, Flourish. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all of these uh, links will be in the show notes below. We are on the... (laughs) Yeah, I am all of a sudden, I am Lumiere from um, Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) Be our guest. Louise, thank you for being our guest. Um, I'll stop now. I (laughs) I really appreciate you taking the time because time is valuable to come and speak with us on Find Your Magic today. Thank you so much for having me. I have loved it.